Hello and welcome, everyone, to the Untranslatable Podcast. It is a wonderful sunny day today, and uh, I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Jared, and we are here doing episode number six, uh, our main topic today being the World Cup, because it has been quite a wild ride, and the final was played today. So, Jared, what's new? How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Uh... I'm riding high off of my early France prediction, you know. Nice, as so you I'm should be. Really, just riding that wave. But first of all, please, everyone, follow us on Twitter at untranslatable one, Instagram at untranslatable podcast, or email us at untranslatablepodcast at gmail dot com. Tell us about what's going on in your uh, your life, your untranslatable life. That's right, and especially uh, uh, especially what. Uh, their uh, world cup predictions might have been too i'm curious to see i feel like most people were uh, definitely more on the croatian side but uh you you called it jared you knew i i mean I, people i i understand people being on the croatian side i think i was too a little bit it's it's cool to see a team win that that never wins before you know france i was happy that they won but they've won a couple times i don't even know the exact number but they've you know won a couple times oh and yeah so it definitely well, Definitely, definitely would have been cool to see Croatia win. Oh just yeah, to, just absolutely. To say a new team has won, right? And I mean, Croatia is only, I think, as a country, they're only twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven years old, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, yeah, be pretty a wild team. Oh yeah, absolutely. But my big question now, Jared, is what are we going to do with our lives now on the weekends when there's no World Cup soccer to watch? Yeah, I've been thinking about that. I don't have an answer. But I okay. have been thinking about it. I did, by the way, not off to a good start because I did go to um, – remember I told you about the Asher Roth blog party? Yeah. That was yesterday. Oh, really? Okay, very nice. And I, I, don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's right for me to say I went to it. Okay, okay why is that? Because I didn't. <laughs> but I did okay. uh, walk by it. And nice. I did look inside, and I was looking, and I was like, it looked like a good time, but I was like, this is like a legit party. I don't know if I feel like going to this. You just weren't mentally prepared for that level know. of party, huh? But it looked fun. It did look fun. And there was even a little section where they had, like, um, a, a wall like a, that people could graffiti on. That looked like fun. Oh, that'd but, be cool. But the graffiti people looked like professionals. I wasn't going to step in there and make a graffiti stick figure. Uh, I mean. Over some guys but, like a but, thug life. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's true, I guess. At the same time, though, I feel like your your little stick figure has just as much uh, business being <laughs> there as the thug life, maybe. I don't know. Don't disrespect my tag, bro. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so if you see any stick figures out there, uh, it was most likely Jared. But you know what I will do uh, is I will also consistently mountain bike. If, if for m one reason – Mainly because my sister's wedding's coming up soon. It's in about okay. a month. And so, you know, I need to, uh, if, if there's any time of year where I actually care about my physical uh, presentation, it should be now in front of all my family members. Mm, that's true. At a party, so. That is true. You gonna, you gonna tear up the dance floor, Jared, once it's, uh, once the wedding day rolls around? You know, I've never been a dance floor terror upper. <laughs> okay. But I feel like I should. I mean, I want to. You I might as well. I, 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 but it, I think it will take some forcing. I will have to force myself up because I've never been one to tear it up. But it's like, why not? 
you know, right. let the music flow through you. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of what we were talking about. Uh, actually, what we are talking about on our uh, episode seven. Right. Right. I guess I could apply that to the dance flow as well. That is true. Just become that vehicle for the music. <laughs> are you a dance floor uh, person? I, I can't picture I f- you. As- I, I feel like you should kind of know this answer. I'm surprised you uh, I feel don't like know I do, but one. I feel like I'm wrong. I feel like the answer is no. I mean, am I the world's greatest dancer? By no means whatsoever. No, that's not what I mean. You but don't have to be the I definitely have dancer. been known to uh, occasionally hop on the dance floor and uh, bust a move or two. Okay. See, I did not know that. Yeah, one, once in a while, if the, if the mood is right and uh, the tunes are right and the, and the atmosphere is good, why not? You know, shake your booty a little bit, have a little fun. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with dancing. I, I'm, I'm with you. I feel like the key to enjoying tearing up the dance floor is you just got to not care, one, how stupid you look, and two, what other people think of your dance moves because – I feel like if you make it serious and you get all like kind of introspective about it and like really thinking about, oh, man, I I look stupid or or whatever. What if people laugh at me? It's like, whatever. You're just trying to have fun. Like, you know, just do it. See, that's all I think about. That's my problem. Okay. Uh, Yeah. But It's, it's a hard thing to break, I think, mentally, just because especially if you're out there and you see some people like really really tearing it up like they know how to dance you or know? like my family's there you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um right. i have a family that tends to uh, enjoy to make like enjoy making fun of people mm. and i'm like i don't need this from from you these <laughs> i don't need this so from that you guys. so that i'm a grown man okay. god damn it <laughs> that's right <clears throat> you definitely don't belong in the weenie hut junior jared that's for sure but also because i'm a grown man i'm like hey i'm here to party just as much as you guys so I'm right. going to enjoy myself. That's true. I feel like, though, too, it, it I mean, weddings can be hit or miss, though, because if, if there are people that I haven't Make seen in a while. Mom. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, geez. J- jump into the cake. <laughs> You're going to be a hit at this wedding. <laughs> a big hit. Snatch the uh, microphone out of my grandpa, grandpa's hands. I got to also is boring. My turn. Right. <laughs> you you also you also have to intercept the bouquet and then do the bouquet <laughs> toss and just yes. and just bolt and leave out of the place. Yes. You know, it's kind of an interesting wedding tradition though, I think. I think the tossing the bouquet is interesting, but the the one wedding tradition I think is a little weird is like when the when the groom throws the bride's um oh what is that? You know what I'm talking about the, the thing around the leg? Yeah, what what is that even called? Uh, the, uh, the garter. Thank you. Yeah, they throw the garter, the garter toss. Like, what is that? I don't understand what that's supposed to represent. I don't really know either. That's a really good question. Do do they throw it to like male and females alike? Just males? Just females? No. no, The I feel like the bouquet is supposed to just be females, and the garter is just supposed to be males. I think. Oh, but I could be wrong. I don't want that garter. What are you supposed to then go home and pin that up on your wall or something? I have no idea. That's a great question. Or do you reuse the garter? Do you, do you <laughs> right? married to my bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do was you? His best man. Yeah, that's. I don't know what you do with it. I mean, my. I don't know. Do you use it for the next wedding? Like when you get married? Like that's the garter you use? Is that it? weird? 
No? Okay, you don't reuse them? Okay, then I don't know, my man. I don't know. <laughs> keep passing. They've been passing around the same garter for years. <laughs> there's really I've only like, there's really only like three thousand of them out there, and they just right. been <laughs> passed around <laughs> for years. You don't wanna, don't wanna risk a garter shortage. That would be uh, devastating. I need to, you know what? Before I get married, I need to talk to my mom. Mom, I, I I'm looking to get married, but I only want to put your garter on my soon-to-be bride's leg. She'd be like, "Son, I caught this garter from." I don't know. <laughs> Uncle Kenny's wedding. <laughs> right. And I want you to stick it on your wife's leg. I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird. And I mean, usually when you toss the garter, like the groom takes the garter off the bride right. in front of everybody. With the teeth, right? Or is I, that an optional? Uh, I don't. I mean, or I've seen optional. it. I haven't seen it with teeth. Maybe I've been going to the wrong weddings here. It <laughs> sounds like sounds like you might be going to the right ones. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Traditions are traditions are pretty wild, though. You know, wedding traditions and all all that jazz. Yeah, man. So okay, what well, the the original whole point of this was? What are we doing post uh, post World Cup? Yeah, Correct. so that's my plan up until my sister gets married, which is Mountain in like biking. three weeks. After that, who knows? Right. Right. What about you? Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, good question. I don't know. Right now, I've been. I've been getting really ready, just like packing and trying to organize everything um, for when I move to the Czech Republic to start teaching English. So it's been uh, it's been a little hectic. I've been moving stuff uh, back and forth from my apartment to back to my parents' house for now. So I feel like that's going to take up a fair amount of time, I would imagine. And then uh, probably just playing guitar, and that's about it. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be. Great. It sounds. It sounds. Not as exciting though as having like World Cup soccer on in the background while I'm like doing stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, I, I my um my work during the World Cup blocked Fox Sports on their uh on their computers. Now I wonder, now that the World Cup's over, they're probably not taking that back. They're probably not going back in there and be like, All right, we could turn this off now. Right? I don't know, you, you should test it out and see. Yeah, yeah no more Fox Sports. You gotta get a VPN or something. <laughs> that seems a little aggressive. Reroute your IP address, <laughs> my man. Seems a little aggressive. I, I don't know what I'm doing anywhere close enough. They're gonna like take one look at their computer screen and be like, whoever's on computer number twelve is really fucking with the system right now. Go fire right. that person. Exactly. And I'll be like, oh, this doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's always interesting, like when when workplaces block certain things. Obviously, a lot of it makes sense, right? Because you don't want to mess up with the work productivity, which I totally get. But at the same time, like I don't know, sometimes it's nice to work with uh, with something going on in the background. I guess you know, like I I even enjoy just like listening to different sports um, stuff when I'm like you know grading or, or doing whatever. But, you know, that's just me, I guess. So what can no, I say? I, I'm the same way. I, I always have something going on in the background, like always. I have I always have something going on in the background to the point where I think it's um, I, I wish there was a way I could dial it back. But OK, sometimes I sometimes I do look at it as some sort of like um, almost. Um, are you going to answer that? weirdly old-fashioned phone going uh, on in the background sa sadly <laughs> sadly not nope because it's downstairs 
This is what happens when uh, Chad goes back to his childhood home. That's anyway, right. Uh, let's go on to untranslatables. I got some. I got some gut, uh, gut untranslatables. I put some. Ooh, all right. Into these puppies. Oh, nice. All right, sweet. I'm looking forward to it. This these ones were tough because um, I tried to find sport related ones. Okay, nice. And it was difficult. Oh, I'll bet. If anyone out there has sport related untranslatable phrases that they know of, please send them to me. Absolutely, yeah, that'd be great to add to our our next episode. Or I'm sure this won't be our last sports related episode since you and I are both pretty big sports fans. I would say, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I, I think I'm a pretty big casual sports fan. That's what I would say. Yeah, same here. I will say this: I am definitely going to miss watching um, college uh, football and basketball while I'm in the Czech Republic. I'm going to try to watch it, but uh, we'll, we'll see how all that works. I'm not sure how how all that's going to go, so I'm going to just have to try to do some internet wizardry and see if I can still access all my stuff from the United States. But, yeah, anyways, let's get to the untranslatables, Jared. I want to hear, uh, hear about some of these that you've been putting some work into. All right. Well, the first one is uh, Japanese. Oh, nice. And... Uh, it's a it's it's just a one word situation and it's ganbate with Oh my god dude oh, yeah, I I I have I literally picked that one for today as well. Oh That's my god, crazy. nice. That's awesome. <laughs> so so I, I I do kind of know what it means, right? So I, ganbate I, I would hope you know exactly what it means. So isn't ganbate uh well now you're testing me cuz I don't have my notes up. But uh isn't ganbate it means like Go on, be strong, like good job, like yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, all those things. Hang in there, right? Do your best, stick with it. <laughs> okay, nice. But apparently, the, wherever I found this, they claim that it's like a national mantra. So I feel like they say it a lot, based off of that. Okay, yeah, I could see that. I definitely could see that. Almost like a for just sure, a, like a what's up, like a oh, you know, like keep on keeping on situation. Mm-hmm. Definitely. For sure, that's a great phrase. Well, uh, well, shoot, you uh, got one of mine. That was actually the first one I was gonna do too. So All I right, guess well, great minds think alike. Well, give me another one then. Okay, so this one is not necessarily sport related, but um, I feel like it kind of has to do with the World Cup in a way. So this is actually from Singapore, um, and the oh, phrase. Oh no way, dude! Do we have the same ones? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You totally had me there. You totally had me there. Um, so this is called, uh, I believe, Kiasu. Kiasu, I'm not sure. Um, any guesses, Jared? I mean, I, obviously, it's kind of hard when it's a one-word one word phrase like that. What language is again? Uh, it says it's from Singapore. Do they speak? Do they speak Singaporean there? I don't. I don't think. Th I don't think that's what they speak in Singapore. Or I, they I speak don't know. I don't even I know. I don't think it's Singaporean. See, now we have to figure it out because we. Can't oh, that's true. Just leave it on Singapore. Singapore national language. I know they do speak Singlish, which is like Singaporean English, but that's obviously not their uh, first they language. They speak um, Tamil, Malay, Mandarin, Tamil. Chinese. Oh, Tamil. Mm -hmm. uh, and English, obviously, as well. Okay. And standard Mandarin. So there's no Singapore. It's Singapore, right. Singapore English, as you said. Well, well, Singlish is a thing, but but that's another talk for another time. That'd be okay. an interesting podcast, actually. The different, uh, they they in 
in English teaching, they call it world Englishes, which are all the different, obviously, types of English around the world. Oh, that, yeah, that would be interesting. So we'll, we'll put that on the uh, on the yeah. Google calendar there. But anyway, so Kiasu, Kiasu, I have no idea. But uh, what do you think it means, Jared? Any guesses? Is it sport related in any way? Um, kind of. I mean, is it congratulations? Um, no, not really. This All is right. kind of this is kind of like the phrase I think you you and I talked about in one of our earlier episodes. Um, this is almost kind of like FOMO. Okay. So it literally says, uh, um, it, this is best described as an anxious desire to not miss an opportunity or to be left behind. So to me, that seems, sounds like FOMO, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also so I good use of this word mm-hmm. that you just learned, by the way. Thank you. I been like trying to get up quickly. Right. <laughs> been trying to pick up the new slang the kids have been yeah. using these days. <laughs> you blend right in. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's funny, though, man. I actually have to. Uh, one of the English classes I'm teaching right now, we actually have to. Our first chapter is on uh, slang, so I'm making English a couple slang? work. Yeah, so I'm making a couple worksheets and stuff with the uh, English slang. And this is for Czech Republic. No, this is for uh, a class I'm teaching right now. Who are you teaching the? Who do you teach the class to? Uh, I have three students from China, one student's from Brazil, and the other one's from Cuba. Okay, 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 okay. So yeah, so we're gonna go over slang. So. Um, I may mention FOMO. Who knows? What, what do you, do you have any examples off the top of your head of slang that you of know? other slang words? Um, I mean, there's already believe it or not, there's already some in the textbook. But even some in the textbook seem a little old and outdated. Like what? Um, oh shoot! Um, oh man! What's crackalackin? So, basically, something <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah, they they just sound so goofy. Like saying WhatsApp with an extended ah. What's up? <laughs> I don't know. I think we'll probably talk about some different different words, kind of like um, I feel like chill is a good word to know. Chill. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like another good slang word that, like, although technically it maybe only had one or two meanings, now can be like referred to. to is there an be owl used in really wide. It's a yeah, it's a clock, man. My parents' oh. house just has all these noises. <laughs> oh my gosh. What can I say? Phones, <laughs> clocks, mom yelling downstairs, you know. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. Great great to be home. Right. <laughs> but uh yeah, I it's I uh, was going crazy for a second. That's the only reason I mentioned it, because I was like, Oh I damn, I, I or is there an owl? I, sh- I should have been like, No, dude, no no owl. What are you what are you talking about? I don't know about? what you're talking about. I don't hear an owl. <laughs> you just there's like an owl in your apartment just like hanging <laughs> yeah, out. Know, it's constantly looking behind me. What the what the just like listening to our podcast, just chilling. There you go. See, just chilling. But uh, the word I was going to say, though, uh, another word that I think is a, an interesting slang word and how the words changed over time is the word dude. Yes. Because dude can be used in so many different ways. And like you can just say the word by itself and it has a different meaning. Right. Like, yeah, if I, like if I'm like, dude, or if I'm like, dude, dude, like. I don't know. You can like based on your inflection, you can totally kind of change. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The meaning yeah. of the word. Um, but yeah, yeah anyways, it's, it's less about the word at this point, and more just how you say it. The meaning, just like, exactly. Just like a, a, a vehicle for, uh, for some sort of like, really the inflection that you pass it along. Really, because right. you can really also just go. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. Oh, that is true. You're not wrong. All right, do you want me to give you another untranslatable? Yeah, yep, yes, sir. All right. This one is Norwegian, but 
it's not going to sound Norwegian when I say it, and you'll understand why in a second. Okay. Hawaii football. Hawaii football, and it's Norwegian? Yeah, yeah. Hawaii football. So is that like playing sand soccer? I don't know. <laughs> sand soccer. What's sand soccer? Beach soccer? Oh, no. Beach football? I don't know. No, 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 no. I mean literally playing soccer on sand. I have no idea, dude. What, what is... So what does Hawaii I mean, football mean? The translation is self-explanatory, I would assume. Hawaii, Hawaii, football, football. Right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit to explain where the th- so this is this one is highly specific as it said blah 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 obviously, referring to the sport football soccer. Hawaii football mm-hmm. arises when both teams log the ball back and forth, haphazardly, never really gaining control. And can, can't sustain an attack or any sort of coordinated play for more than 15 seconds. Typically, it's when this this happens when both teams have stopped caring or or uh, have a lapse in concentration. If you th- mm-hmm. um, so, essentially, it's just when uh, the it's also been explained as when you're scoring back and forth. So like, mm-hmm. there's not really any good any good defense or attack really being played. It's just people are scoring back and forth. So it's just a uh, shitty play. Oh, okay. And they call it Hawaii football. Interesting. Yeah. That is a good one, especially based on what uh, has been going on with the World Cup and everything. Yeah. I, and I don't, why Hawaii? I could not figure that out. Yeah, I don't I don't know why either. Maybe they're maybe the Norwegians think they're not good at soccer. I don't I, I mean, don't know. Are they good at soccer? What do you mean? That's a, but that would be such a weirdly specific thing. But I guess there's so many different. Uh, anyway, that's fine. okay. I did find that one interesting, though. That is pretty interesting. I'm trying to find a couple, a uh, couple other good ones I had in my notes, and I'm not for some other reason. I'm not I have another one. Them. You got another one? Okay, great. Go for yes. it. Um, this one is Spanish, and it's um, Cortaz. Cor- oh, jeez, Cortal Cortaze. La coleta. No idea. I've heard the word coleta before, but. Um, so it essentially means to uh, literally means to cut off the ponytail. Oh, interesting. OK. And what does that mean? It means to retire from bullfighting or uh, any sort of pr- um, profession or habit or custom that you've been doing. for. A ah. But I kept but I saw in a lot of places that said specifically bullfighting first. So interesting. Maybe that's where okay. it originated around Probably. the time. But then people just took it to me and I, I retired from that. Makes sense. That makes sense. I feel like that's a uh, ponytail. But yeah. that's a weird that's a actually, oh I guess the oh I guess bullfighters have ponytails or something. Because I would okay. also I would almost think that the opposite of that would be like uh the current day way to say you quit the profession. It's like I'm growing out the ponytail, it's like I don't care anymore. Right. I'm that's true. It grow out. I, I feel, feel like well, I wouldn't grow a ponytail because my hair doesn't do that because I'm black. But what <laughs> I would do <laughs> right. is I would I would grow out an afro and see what it's like. I had a ponytail way back in the day. Yeah, I've seen pictures of that. Yep. Yeah, yep. Hard to believe, but you yeah, I had a ponytail. Maybe. You never know. No, you wouldn't. You I, never I know. know. I do know. He wouldn't do it, everyone. Don't listen to him. I hope the coward. next time I hope the next time you see me I just have a ponytail. Me too. Me too. That'd be that'd be crazy. You know, I would now I'm gonna cut it off right in front of you. And say I quit. Wow, I'm done. I, I'm, it's I, I'm it's I, it's that's all worth it just to know I have that much control over you. 
<laughs> this podcast is really just working really how I was hoping it would. I mean, we talked about the the microchips right. on one of our yeah, episodes. You're not excluded from this, you've, Chad. Right? You've clearly, you've clearly. You're getting a microchip uh, too. I'm really, you know, I I, I have some <laughs> notes I want to give you on, on your performance on this podcast, and I figure the easiest way is I'll I'll give you a special microchip. Just mind where control. I, where then I also have some some you know director's commentary where it's like, okay. hey, 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 this was a <laughs> stupid line you just said here. Don't don't do that again. So so li- so listen, audience. If I start and sounding more robotic, shocking. I, oh, I, I knew there would too. be a shocking feature. <laughs> if I start sounding more robotic, uh, Jared has uh, begun his complete mind control. So oh, if watch out for that. Sound weirdly good at this. That's like <laughs> when I started my like, wow, Chad's gotten really good at this. Oh, it's working. It's working. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good job, Chad. Right. <laughs> All right, Jared. Well, I got I got some I got a, a slightly different uh, thing here for some untranslatables. Um, I wanted to share you, with you uh, a few soccer idioms in English. Okay. And uh, let's talk about those a little bit since we are on the topic we're not of the World American Cup. talking English, are we? Um, well, some of these were new to me, so I don't think so. Some of these I know you'll get, but uh, I feel like they just are very applicable. So, so here, Jared, what what is this? This is kind of obvious, I think. But what uh, what does the idiom "a game of two halves" mean? A game of two halves. Mm-hmm. Game of two halves. Hmm. Does it mean that, like, it was a close game? Like they played the entire nope. game? I don't nope. know what a game of two halves means. I've never heard that before. So it's basically. Um, it's like watching two different games. The first half was trash, and the second half oh, was amazing. Oh, so they like turned around, yep. uh, drastically. Yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Another one for you. What do you think route or root? I guess I don't know. Route one football means. Route one football. Uh, like the fundamentals. Nope. Drill through the middle. Nope. Okay, I don't know. Root ball football. Route one football. <laughs> sorry. Is uh, when you play a lot of long balls. Okay. So long I've ball football. I've never heard any of these mm-hmm. things before. And I, I so these. So, well, here, here, you're. I'm. I gave you two of the more difficult ones to start with. I wanted to okay. lower your confidence a little bit. Don't want you getting too cocky with these soccer <laughs> idioms here. So the next one, you'll know this one to score a screamer. Oh, you just score from far away. And like a fast shot, right? Right. right. Uh, my, I have a buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Don. He calls that a Rip City. That was from Rip oh, City. Oh, nice. Okay. That makes sense. Don would say Rip City. I can see that. <laughs> All right. How about to miss a sitter? To miss a sitter? Mm-hmm. To miss an open goal? Yep. Basically, yeah. I don't, yep. I don't, I don't really understand what sitter means, but I... I yeah, I no. A, sit, a sitter is like when that ball just sits up right in the perfect spot. And you, oh, I gotcha. All you have to do is kick it in, but yeah, you missed it. Miss a sitter? Mm-hmm. Oh, what the fuck? That's right. That's right. He missed a bloody sitter. Oh, bloody hell. Okay, here's another one for you. Um, this one might be a, a, a little more difficult. To avoid the drop. To avoid the drop. That's when... Um, see, this is... Now I have to figure out how to explain this. Where it, I, When I think avoid the drop, I think there is a pass that okay. is a like a good okay. open pass. Right. And... Um, if it's passed at the perfect time, then someone makes a run that can run past everyone, and that that is implying that they're. Uh, well, I forgot what the phrase was again. Uh, say it again. Uh, one second. The phrase was. Um, oh, to avoid the drop. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like they get the drop on you and they run past you and they beat you. Nope. Okay, I don't know. I, f- I feel I feel bad because you just gave like a really long explanation. I know. I know. I but like, uh, no, everything. to to avoid the drop um, is sorry. One moment. Had to plug in my laptop to avoid the drop is um, to avoid being relegated. It's like in leagues where you have teams where if you're the last place team, you go down to the oh. second league. Oh, I gotcha. That's oh, what the drop oh. would be. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Yep. All right, so how about uh, how about this one? Uh, a bogey team. A bogey team? I don't know. Yeah, a what's a bogey team? team? <laughs> nope, a bogey team is a team you never seem to beat or usually lose to. Oh, interesting. See, I was a just going off team. of like a golf-related phrasing. Because right. golf bogey is not a good thing. Right. Uh, no, it is not. Not usually. No, I don't with, think it ever is. With my golf skills, though, I'd probably be oh. happy with a bogey. <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah. All right. How you about add, you how, add that to the joke section at the end there, Chief? <laughs> um, we aren't doing a golf themed episode today, Jared. This is World Cup theme. Um, what about uh, to play out of your skin? You play better than you usually do. Like you had an exceptionally right. good game. I would say we might say in the states to play out of your mind. Right. Uh, I, I disagree with that. You disagree? Okay. I don't know what you would say. I got to think about it. Um, because I've definitely heard people say that, like, yeah, he played out of his mind yesterday. He was great. I mean, I understand what people are saying, but I don't think that that would be a direct translation. I think there's a okay. I just can't think of it. Uh, yeah, I yeah. can't think of it. Give me okay. another. All right. What's an agricultural challenge? Uh, the pitch sucks. Nope. Although that doesn't make sense. But an agricultural challenge is uh, an especially robust and usually illegal tackle that will often see the opponent's legs. I've never heard this before. Yep, when the legs are, like, kicked from underneath them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Yeah, so that's an agricultural challenge. Yep. I can imagine someone saying that, but I wouldn't know what the heck they were saying. It's like, what? Right. Uh, All right, how about this one? What's a brace? When you're holding on to someone? Nope. I hate this game. A brace is just when you score two goals in one game. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have an untranslatable for you. Oh, nice. Okay, go for it. This is a French one. Casser le pied à quelqu'un. Oui, oui. No, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, well, I, I what I know is le pied is uh, feet. But, okay. Uh, the translation is to break someone's feet. That's the literal translation. Okay. Hmm. I have no idea. Okay, you don't. You can't even take a guess. You have. You, that's how. That's how. That's to the break, best you can give me. To really? break. To break somebody's feet. No idea. Is that? Is that mean to like to d- the sort of performance? Or a <laughs> is it? Is that like to destroy somebody? Uh no 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 no. To break their feet. Yeah, I have no idea. You're not gonna get it. It means that uh you're you're annoying someone. Oh, interesting. So it's like you're breaking my feet. When you're going animally on their cookies, huh? Uh, <laughs> all right. I don't have any more translate untranslatables. That's all I have. All right. Well, uh, I want to give you a couple other soccer ones, and then we can uh, end our untranslatable section for today. Okay. Um, so this is a British phrase. You probably know this one. It's not a phrase. Sorry, it's a word. What does uh, the Who is the skipper? 
The skipper. Uh, I don't know. The skipper? Uh-huh, the skipper. Um, like the last defender? Nope. Uh... I don't a, know. What is another, another word for a skipper would be like a captain, maybe. Okay. I remember when I uh, played soccer in Germany, I had, a, I had a coach for a bit, and he was a British dude. Mm-hmm. And um, he would explain that we needed a libero. We need to have a libero. Do you know what, what a libero is? What is that? A libero? No, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm saying I love your accent really uh, helped. The, a libero? No, a libero. And I was like, yeah, and I didn't know what that was, but apparently that's it? like a um, – from what I remember, this is mm-hmm. there's no research has been done to confirm this. Okay. Well, like a, a, a like a, a defender that hangs back. Oh, okay, interesting. I didn't so know maybe that. If you're playing like a team that's known for being way better than you or something, you, you get like a libero. Keep the libero. But I was like, yeah, I've never heard uh, that phrase before. I've never heard anyone be called a libero before today. Right. It makes sense though. I guess that's that's pretty cool though. A it, libero. Does it make sense? I mean, kind of. I think so. How how so? Explain that. Um, one second. Sorry, I'm trying to fix my my volume here. My GarageBand is being interesting. Um, sorry. So, uh, I don't know. Like when I think of libero, I don't know. Is it like a? I guess I feel like it's that kind of free player in the back. I don't know. I, I don't know. Makes no sense. I can't explain it either. It just I don't know. It just kind of sounds right, but. I don't know. Maybe it's just because that British accent you said, and you just got maybe, me. Yeah, maybe I'm the <laughs> idiot. Maybe that's it. Who who knows? Um, but how about um, what is a booking, Jared? A booking is when uh, there's a, a foul of some sort. Right. Okay. Very very easy. Sure. Yes. You got that. All right. So let's let's talk about a couple of football expressions for you. What uh what does it Ooh, mean when someone up. There you go. Oh, my God, dude. Those things were so annoying when those were popular. Oh, my God. I had to watch a lot of those matches on mute because I just couldn't. I I watched every World Cup game on mute. Oh, me too that year, for sure, without a doubt. This year, too. Did you really? I never really listened to what they say. Okay. Yeah, I I never listen to what they say. Gotcha. Yeah, I I don't know. I occasionally will like it if uh, if the commentators are really good, but... A lot of the U.S. commentators aren't my favorite. Um, here we go again <laughs> with, the, with, with the American bashing, I guess. But I like oh, I that, prefer that's a, that you're uh, breaking the space time continuum. I f- I just prefer British commentators because I think their accents cooler. It seems more authentic, I guess, coming from a Brit. What, what about the uh, the um, Central and South uh, South Americans? Oh man, I mean, well, see, the problem with Spanish is I only. Oh, under- no! <laughs> I, I, I only understand like the basic phrases though, because because it'll be like go. They have some that are like uh like a Spanglish situation though. I've seen some, uh like especially like like where it's there's English or there's Spanish, but they throw in some English words here and there. So maybe they have like a I don't know. That's like their their stations for Texas and California, and right parts of Arizona. Is, is that's where they have their uh, their Spanglish setup? <laughs> <laughs> right, that makes but sense. But I do kind of enjoy that. But I bet you their goals aren't as good. Yeah, maybe probably not. Maybe they are though. If yeah, they if I they come know. from no, they the are, they actually are good. That would be an interesting job being a, a soccer commentator. That's for sure. 
Yeah, like it surprises me that the gold doesn't get old. Like I'd be like, come on, guys, you know. I feel I- like it probably doesn't get probably doesn't get that old just because uh, just they're so excited that somebody scored. I still yeah, I guess like where I was watching the game earlier today. Every single goal, including the France and the Croatian goals, even though I was for sure rooting for Croatia, <laughs> even the French goals, like I'd jump up and I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah goal. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. I do that too, even by myself, I'll cheer. And right? I'll cheer. Like, th- that's why I actually like soccer for that because, like, I'll cheer. Um, and may- maybe this is part of my Americanness. Who knows? But whatever. I'll cheer for both sides. Like, it's, even when I watch, like, the clubs play. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just like to see goals scored. That's that's the oh fun for part. sure, especially when they're like when they're just those crazy goals, you know, they're oh, like yeah. a screamer or like a weird crazy volley or there were some beautiful goals this World Cup. In the um, I don't know if it was this in, in the in the final game that just happened, France versus Croatia, or if it was the mm-hmm. one yesterday, Belgium versus uh, England. Where someone like kicked it, almost scored on like a. It wasn't even a bicycle kick because he didn't do the jump. Right. But it was just fully extending his leg to kick it behind him. Okay. And uh, like it was just like Interesting. very. Interesting. Uh, and I was like, uh, I was like, wow, that is a, a bold and beautiful move. But I don't remember where it was. So it was probably yesterday's game. But whatever. It's just crazy how talented those guys are with a soccer ball. I mean, what, how accurate they are. Just everything. It's it's just. Unreal, because I mean, you and I both dabble a little bit in in the in the in the footballs and the soccer, right. but like, I feel like I can sometimes be accurate, but I for sure can cannot control the ball with my body like those guys can. It's amazing. Just can I touch. give a little overview? Can I go? Oh a yeah, little? for sure. So, um, the World Cup final was today, September. Or, excuse me, September. Sunday, wow, <laughs> Sunday, July fifteenth, and uh, France. Beat Croatia four to two, and uh, France score. The first goal was an own goal, technically. Yep, by Mandzukic. Yep. Yes, and then there was a penalty kick off of a handball. Yep, by Perisic. And uh, and then Pogba and uh, Mbappe scored goals later in the game. Those and guys then, are just beasts. Yes. Um, speaking of them being just better athletes than like uh, than who we think we are, <laughs> France. Over the entire, uh, this entire world, 2018 World Cup, guess what? How much distance they all traveled collectively? Like on the pitch or yes, tra- yes, yes, on yes. the pitch? Yes. Oh man, as a team, like everybody on the team running around? Yes. Oh God. I don't even know where to begin. That's got to be like hundreds, hundreds of thousands of miles, right? Thousands of miles? I have no idea. Hundreds of thousands of miles. Wrong. Wrong. A thousand it's, miles? It's actually millions of miles. What? Are you serious? No. no. <laughs> oh my god. But it's also not hundreds of thousands. That's insane. So so <laughs> how so how so how much? How four hundred and thirty nine miles. That's still pretty damn impressive. Do you know who was the um top goal scorer of was the World Cup? F- oh, the whole World Cup? Probably Mbappe. Probably Mbappe, right? Wrong. Wrong. This person also won the Golden Boot. The Golden Boot. Was that Modric? No, it was Harry Kane. Modric. Oh, duh, duh. That makes sense because he scored that one England game. They scored like six goals, right? And he had a hat trick, I think, for that one. Harry Kane himself scored six goals. Okay. Modric of Croatia 
won the golden ball, which is like the uh, that's like right. the player of the tournament, right? Um, which is a, a very you know prestigious uh, award. However, I saw him standing up on that stage accepting mm-hmm. it, and uh, he was he was like it's like it's hard for him to be happy about that award when you just lose the World Cup final. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's like thanks, for sure. but like I, I didn't come here for this. I came here to to win uh, the World Cup. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was like when Messi won the the golden ball at the last World Cup. You know, they yeah, lost to like, Germany in extra exactly. time, and yeah, that's gotta suck. I mean. Because it's like, thanks for the award, but can I trade my award for the World Cup instead? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah it's like I would happily – I feel like they would all happily not get – even though, once again, the Golden Bowl is a great award. And right. it does mean, like, you know, obviously – Oh, it's is definitely an honor for sure. Oh, yeah. But, but if you were that close to winning the actual World Cup, I think all of them would choose. I don't need the Golden Ball. I'll just take the actual World Cup right. championship. Yeah. Right. So here's my question for you, Jared. Do you think the United States could ever win a World Cup? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not the next one. I don't think they could win the next one. What about twenty twenty six? Do you think you think they'd seen a chance? I don't know. I don't know. I not no no. Okay. But I do think they. I when you when you ask me, will they ever win? I think yeah, they definitely will. That'd be sweet. I I would love to see it. Because I, uh, I think soccer is becoming more popular. It's just a slow thing. That's really oh for what it sure. Takes is people need to want to come here to play in the clubs more than right. that. I think that's what it takes. Right. Well, I think the big issue is I, I would assume most of the money is in Europe and maybe even South America probably. Maybe even Asia too. I mean, there have been quite a few European guys who have gone to Asia either towards the end of their career or even Yannick Carrasco um, from Belgium went to uh, – he went to China, believe it or not, as well. Uh, yeah, but China – yeah, but – I I still think that um, Europe is is the top of the top. I mean, even the best oh, South absolutely. American and 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 American players want to go to Europe and go to right. Europe. Oh, definitely. But but I think that um, you know that that's not so. I, I, that's why I think maybe also more Americans need to play in Europe. That's what we need to have. Oh, have definitely. Happen. We need more because Christian like, Pulisics who plays for exactly. Dortmund because like. Like Brazil and, and, and Uruguay and uh, Argentina, they all are those teams are filled with great players. Yep, and, and they all play in Europe, play for basically. Teams in Europe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And exactly. Um, and that, but their teams are so stacked because then they go back home and they're all, all, all these teams that play for the top of the line European leagues are right. playing together. Oh yeah. But, they, but none of the top of the line. I mean, not none, but at least the ones that get noticed and that have a chance. They're mm. not. They're not playing for Brazilian clubs. Right, right. They might get started in their home country, but then usually they end up overseas yeah, yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, looking back on the World Cup, Jared, it's been a crazy. It's been a little longer than a month, hasn't it? Or about a month, I guess. What uh, uh, yeah. What are some of your, you know, surprises, takeaways? When you know, when we're going to be talking about this World Cup years down the road, what are some moments or or things that really are going to kind of stay in your mind the first one is mbappe do you know why um because well i would say because he's a beast but i don't know well yes he is the uh youngest player to score in a world cup final since pele i believe it 1958 and he's what like 19 isn't he mbappe yes do you know how old pele was this is crazy 
Uh, he was 16 or 17, I thought. Yeah, he was 17. Right? That's yeah. ridiculous. I, is that even possible to happen again, a 17-year-old to... Uh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Sorry to say, That's I mean, crazy. didn't didn't David Alaba of uh, Bayern Munich in Austria, didn't he make his professional debut at like 16? Um, I thought he played... He? Yeah, I, he yeah I thought... He didn't score in a World Cup final, I'll tell you that well, much. Well, no, I, I don't know if Austria is uh, – <laughs> I mean, they didn't even qualify That's for fair. this World Cup. That's you not know? fair. That's not fair. Um, I mean, because he's, he's one of my favorite players to watch, and, and even when he was young, I mean, you could just tell. It's crazy, though. A lot of these young guys, I mean, like, in the face, they obviously look young. Um, They kind of look like Jared because he's clean-shaven and uh, – Looks young and, and ready to score some World Cup goals. Um, but, like, I feel like if you look at their bodies, though, I mean, they're fully developed professional athletes. I mean, these guys are. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. these people are in the prime of their life. Right. I just don't think I was in my prime at 19. I don't know. I don't still haven't reached that prime yet. Maybe maybe one day. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've already missed it. There's no chance. I, I hate true. to break it to you. That's true. You've already missed it. <laughs> Dude, Harry Kane is 24, mm. and he is the leading scorer at the World Cup. Hey, this only, got a only lot of two life years different. Only, only, <laughs> only two years. Yeah, two years and uh, exponential talent. Also <laughs> true. Also uh, true. A, another thing. Oh, so, yeah. Another thing that will stick out to me. Well, obviously, Croatia. Okay. This is the farthest that um, any sort of sm- – like, that they've made it ever. So mm-hmm. even though it sucks that they lost and they're going home losers, this is the farthest that they've ever made it as a uh, team. Right. That is true. You're right. And that in itself is a uh, – same with Belgium. I believe oh, this Belgium is the farthest they've really ever good. gone. To. I, if I'm not mistaken, see, I wish I, ha- I wish I had some s- substantiation off of what I'm saying right now. But mm-hmm. as far as – if I'm not mistaken, this is the farthest they've ever gone. Mm, and here's true. the thing. I say all of this. But all that really matters is did you win or lose because that's True. in my mind that's all that really matters because for example I was, yesterday I was watching the England Belgium game and I was mm-hmm. like I feel like I can tell that you guys don't care as much as but I don't blame you because right. this is this this game means nothing no one cares who's going to be third after this right no one's going to talk about who is third we're going to talk about who won and who lost that's true very true. And so I think that that is one thing that uh, I mean, I love that about the World Cup is that it. it not, I mean, I love it and it kind of sucks for the for that game, but it's like even when you w- watch people in that Belgium versus England game, like get angry at each other, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, relax. Who cares? <laughs> right. It's only it's only the the third place in the most competitive <laughs> soccer tournament in the who entire cares world. About third place. I yeah. Mean, who, you who ain't was first, third you're place? last. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Another thing I'll uh, I think that is uh, of note is that their their manager, as they call it, or coach, mm-hmm. as we would call it, Didier Deschamps, yep, is the third uh, manager or coach to win both win a World Cup as a manager and a player. And a player. You know who else did that? I do. Do you? Uh, Franz Beckenbauer <laughs> is one. Yeah, yeah, of West Germany. Yep. West Germany, interesting. Yep, yep. So did well, East Germany well, f- have a team? Yeah, oh yeah, of course they did. And actually, I think okay. West Germany may have even lost to them in like a, it was either a, a friendly or a qualifier or something. Um, so they had to take their revenge, and the next time I think they played them, they beat them. 
But uh, I got a question for you regarding East and oh, West do you know Germany. Who the other one is the other one. Um, there's I, there's two. Uh, there's pro- two probably them. the the Spanish coach. I would imagine. No, it's Brazil. Oh, that makes sense. Who Pele? Probably Pele, Ma- right? Mario Zagallo. Okay, so not Pele. Okay, interesting. No, not Pele. Was Pele a manager? Did he coach? I don't know. That's a great question. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't Watch out! Is it, are the police coming for you, Jared? Uh, yeah, uh, but luckily oh, I, they, they I have are. a mobile setup. I'll, I'll, you're you're going to hear me starting my car. Nice. But there's going to be no break in the podcast. So anyways, though, about East and West Germany, I got a question for you. Okay. How many East German players? When I say East German, I mean players that were born in East Germany before the wall went down play on the German national team. Right now? Yes. Before the wall went down. Yep. So that was what, 90 or 91? I believe it was 91. Yep. I'm going to say five. Nope. Six. One. One. Yep. That's crazy. You know who it is? Uh, Mullah. Nope. No. He, he, I'm pretty sure he grew up in, in Bavaria. Seems like a bit very Bavarian oh, I, kind I, of guy. I, I, I didn't add it. I was just thinking of age. I didn't add in the side. Um, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Who scored probably the most riveting goal Flo- for Germany this world? Oh, Cup. good. Uh, I'm good. Um, now I can't think of that dude's name because he didn't win. Was it uh, uh, <laughs> Tony Kroos? Tony Kroos. Yep. I, for some reason, I couldn't think of the dude's name, and that's. But yeah. Yeah, he uh, okay. is the only. Uh, he's How the, old is he? He is. 24 25 somewhere around there i would guess but uh yeah you know that i gotta say though that goal by germany would beat sweden that is 28 by the way oh he's 28 i would say your math doesn't make any sense because if that was the case he would have been born after that is true down he was born in 1990 plus he played in 91 plus he played in the last world cup as well um and so I, i don't know i mean i guess in theory 24 you could were 20 but i felt like he was more yeah one of the veterans. but he wouldn't have been but he would have he was would have been born after the uh, exactly mawa right yeah it was a really exciting world cup though i mean uh there were quite a few i think uh, upsets and disappointments um what are some highlights from you for for you what are something definitely the tony cross goal okay against even though germany against sweden even though germany didn't make it out of the group which i was super bummed about um, i'd say that's biased because I, I mean, yes, that well, was a sure, nice goal, uh-huh. but there were there were other nice uh, free kicks in the in the. Uh, that's that's kicks. exactly where I was headed. Uh, also, the free kick I think didn't was it? It was either Modric or Rakitic scored a really sweet free kick for Croatia. Also, that that I'm just gonna say it: the Ronaldo versus Spain game because Portugal wouldn't have won without Ronaldo. He scored three goals oh, yeah. that game. He was on fire. He was a yeah, yeah. beast that game. I mean, he I think he proved with that game that he is he belongs definitely up there with some of the best players. He's definitely I mean, he's definitely one of the greatest. That is undeniable. Oh, for sure. He's, for but sure. he's not surrounded by like he does not have a strong team though. So right. and not like Messi did with Argentina, that's for sure. The thing about soccer is 
uh, like it can't be like basketball where like LeBron can carry a team. You can't have right. a soccer player carry a team like that. The no. field's too big in general. Right. It's right. like I need someone. I need other people here to make this. You happen need. With you me. need at least I think two or three good guys with you. I think you need more than that. I think you need. I mean, I, I think you need. If I were to, I'd say at least six on the field. Okay. I think you need uh, at least two solid defenders, maybe one solid or uh, one solid striker, two solid midfielders, okay. and a solid person somewhere else. I, and I think you need more than you think. That's uh, fair. because the field is so big, and to yeah. make things happen uh, around the whole field, I think you need – it takes a, like a comprehensive team. That's true. I agree with you, but I also think if you have – like put it this way. If you have a group of like – semi-average players and then you have like a Messi and a Suarez or you have like a Ronaldo and maybe like a really good midfielder I feel like with those two superstars surrounded by average players they could still win a lot of games you know what I mean not the world cup that's true that's true but Mm. uh I don't know. I think some of the other big surprises was uh, Russia was a huge surprise for the World Cup, without a doubt. Yeah. Did you um, happen to see all the uh, talk about Russia on, uh, or excuse me, about Putin during the during post World Cup talk? Uh uh-uh. uh He had uh he he was during like it was raining really hard there mm-hmm. uh, after the game, and he was for the longest time he was the only person on the field with an umbrella, and there was this one guy consistently having a holding umbrella right there over nice. his head at all times. And there were all the other like leaders of the different countries were getting soaked on. And just Putin had one dude with just umbrella chilling right with his there. umbrella. And there's so many jokes about Putin with his umbrella. It was That's great. funny. That's too funny. I'm sure that will become a meme if it isn't already. I yes. remember when I uh, was in, when I lived in Germany, I was, it was, I think it was during the 2010 world cup. I was in France. Uh-huh. And uh, France beat Brazil, and it wasn't like the final, final game, but it was like an integral game right. to the final, I believe, or to like, you know, it was, it was in the knockout stage. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was a big deal. And I was just in this small city. I wasn't in Paris or anything. I was just some, some small city. I don't remember what it was. But like it was silent. And as soon as like the whistle was blown that the game was over, it was just the streets filled with noise for hours and hours and hours. Oh, I, I would love imagine. to be in France right now. It'd be so I crazy. Yeah, I, say, I can only imagine what's happening right now. <coughs> it's got to be wonder, just a huge party. Is France or Europe, are they known for burning sofas, climbing poles? Are they known for that sort of Not like of, the Philadelphia Eagles fans or the... No, no one's going to be eating horse poop like they did in Philadelphia? <laughs> they don't have to grease poles? Wait, people did that? You didn't hear about that? What? People ate horse poop? There is a video of a dude with horse poop in his mouth. Oh god! Oh no! I would. He, he like. Go ahead. He he like he just bent over and ate it and, and oh, stuck it in his mouth. God! I would I would like to think that uh, the French soccer fans are a little classier than that, but who knows? I don't know. Yeah, That's I don't know, I don't I don't know, know what goes through your mind to the point where like yeah I'm gonna eat this horse poop right now like what. I what? hope a lot of booze. I mean, if it's not a lot of booze, <laughs> then you're you're then like you need to be institutionalized. Some right. Sort of oh, for sure. Way. I feel like also, though, if you got to grease the poles up, I feel like people are still going to find a way to climb up the poles. 
Oh, for sure. That's almost gonna make it. Th- th- there, then it's gonna be their goal to find a way. Like, oh, right. y- y- yo, you're gonna stop me from climbing up this goddamn pole, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, you just... think some Crisco's gonna stop me? <laughs> oh, I, I'll climb this pole, and they're like, take, like, hold my, hold my, I don't know, hold my riot juice, hold my Miller Light, <laughs> hold, hold my riot juice, <laughs> hold my M80s. I'm gonna climb this goddamn pole. Uh, excuse me, sir. Can you then hold my Mike's Hard Lemonade real quick? I need to climb then I'm gonna this pole. Then I'm going to punch this horse, this, this cop's horse in the face, <laughs> oh, and I'm going to ride it home, and it's going to be my horse. Dude, horse cops? My horse. Horse cops are such a weird, like... It, it does seem antiquated, doesn't it? Really? Why? What? This just the, the idea of horse cops seems antiquated as an idea. It's like... Oh, it's for sure. It's crazy that it's 2018, and there's situations where we're still relying on horse on horses to do policing. What? Like we cannot control the situation unless we bring out the horses. That I don't understand. It's like you guys haven't found better ways to do this than a horse. What would be worse? If I spook this thing the wrong way, right. this thing's killing you. That's true. I'll turn this horse around on you. <laughs> what What would be worse, though? A horse cop coming after you or a cop on a fucking Segway? Definitely a horse. I could outrun horse. a Segway. That's true. I feel like the segue though would be like that evil villain, how they're just like walking behind you and you're still running. I can, I, I think I can outrun a segue. I'm gonna say it. I said it. I said it here. A horse will trample over people to get to. Oh the yeah. Oh yeah. Horse. But but horse I can outrun. I can I can outrun a fucking subway. I'll kick that subway and uh, subway. <laughs> subway. I'll kick that subway. I dare. Hey. You heard it here first. I dare anyone on a segue to try and chase me down. I don't care where you see me in these streets. If you're on a Segway and you think you chase me down, and if you don't, then you better hide for the rest of your life. I just now I just want to like one day randomly come to Philly and not tell you and find out like where you'll be and then just like come after you on a Segway. You won't catch me, and then you'll never see me again, and you'll have ruined a perfectly good podcast. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> All my fault. What can I say? What can I say? Welcome to the Jared Show. <laughs> Hello, it's Jared. <laughs> with my co-host oh wait no no co-host just me it's jared welcome to untranslatable with jared no more chad he uh he fell off no, the segue and see, uh that's, that's 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 see that's how you think the show would go i'm not even mentioning you <laughs> i could see that i'm just gonna delete the old episodes that had you in them i just hope you like do different voices and like somehow like like you have to, you have to do that southern voice you did, uh, you did on oh, that gosh. other episode we did where you were like, I can't even do it. I'm not even gonna try because you just yeah, do it too good. I could do that, but I feel like um, I would scare the neighbors. I mean, well, they scared you with their dog, so it's only fair. That's true. It's the least, the least I could do is not scare them. That's right. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And then you're even. Who's scared of who now? <laughs> All right. Song of the pod. That's right. Yes, sir. It is time. I need time. to relax. I need to relax. Do you think this so, uh, this song might help you relax, Jared? I think it will because one, um, what I like about where I'm now finding these songs of the pod, that same as this is the same place I found the last one is the last one, which was uh, wait, is it the last one or one that is soon to come up? I think the one soon to come out. No, it was the last one. It was the last one. Okay. Um. With uh, Steve Spacek, that one. Oh, yep, gotcha. That was... Uh, these both came off the same uh, album, mm-hmm. and it's called... The uh, the album is called uh, Brownswood Bubbles. 
And what the website of this album claim they do is that they claim that they're a platform, they're a British platform, but they Mm -hmm. say that they're a platform for unsung heroes and emerging talent from the worldwide underground. So they find uh, kind of unknown music from around the world and, and they compile these albums and they have a good number of albums if i'm not mistaken let me see that's awesome they have um at least seven uh ten at least ten of these compilation of albums of like uh uh this kind of unsung these unsung heroes of music and this one is one that i like a lot um i'll, I'll let you explain it you're a more you're a more uh better musician than me in that sense but the song is called Something Important by Jukes. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find much of anything about these people, but I did find somewhere where it says that they're a quote-unquote band that epitomizes rock and roll from Durham University. So then I did my uh, master research. Master tip-top research. <laughs> yes, you and did. And I Googled Durham University, which is in the UK, and I'm like, all right, these people are not American enough for me to talk about this song that I like. And right. the accent doesn't sound American, too. I'll say that. But um, how would you explain the song genre-wise or just uh, vibe-wise? Yeah, I think it's... I'm glad you mentioned vibe-wise because I think genre-wise, it's a little hard to pinpoint it. You know, I feel like there's definitely elements of... I don't know. I feel like there's some elements of pop a little bit in there. There's definitely some like, like some good vibes in there, a nice groove. Um, maybe even like some light, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like it's not really funk, but it's kind of, I don't know. How would you describe it? I mean, the, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a simple band, but it, mm-hmm. it looks, it, they sounds like they have some electronic influence in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, really nice vocal harmonies as well. Yeah. The, there's one main singer and she's a lady and she kind of has a, um, I don't want to say she, like, she has like a, uh, very pronounced but also kind of raspy voice mm-hmm. and she's uh she's in, and um she, she has a very nice singing voice and um it's kind of like a, it has a very british vibe to me i think it almost ha- has like a uh like a i don't like uh, maybe have you heard of the kooks have you heard of uh oh yeah actually yeah that's a really good uh group to mention that, it, it kind of has that sort of vibe and absolutely genre to me. yes it does 100 percent or like some Arctic Monkey stuff too, mm-hmm. like that kind of vibe, but but also a little bit more or a little rawer than that. I think a, a, a little less produced than that. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's. But yeah. also that's because no one's ever heard of them and uh, they don't have any money to produce stuff, probably. Right. <laughs> although, although they definitely, I think, I just have you ever like listened to musical groups and then you you hear their music and you're like, I bet you they would be good live. Yes. They do have a ver- they they do definitely seem like a great uh, kind of jazz band kind of like it's not they're not jazz music per se, but it does seem like a great jazz band uh, jazz uh, club bar mm-hmm. kind of background music. It, it it like they they definitely seem like you could imagine them doing a set of this kind of stuff uh, at like a kind of a low key uh, place. Mm-hmm. I, I like that vibe. Yeah, I could almost see them like you stumble into like. Just like a show at like a small bar or something, and right. they're there. Right, right, right. Like I totally get that vibe for it. Right. There's like one dude on on an acoustic guitar, like an electric acoustic. There's someone on a keyboard, with some uh with some simple uh like DJ stuff, mm-hmm. and then there's someone on a drum kit, and then there's someone singing. Right. 
And I mean, really, what what more do you need? Obviously, you can have more, but I feel like that's a great combo. Not, you you know? don't need much more for like a you know like a, a bar set. Mm-hmm. Can't bring your whole setup. It's not a. But I, I liked it, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on our Twitter, untranslatable one, and um, I think people should listen to like if you like that song, and or if you like that song I played last time, Steve Spacek. Um, how about us? Mm-hmm. Then check out the, that those albums. I mean, I found them on Spotify, but uh, I'm sure you can find them in plenty of other places. And uh, you know what else you can find on Spotify? The Untranslatable Podcast. Yes, and, sir. Um, check it out, and I'll probably bring in some more ditties from that album. I, I, I like as it. as you should. You definitely should, because that's just some good. That's some tasty sound of music. Yes, music can be tasty. I think it can be. Now I'm excited to be wowed with uh, some of the comedic genius of Ooh. Chad Bowsley. Ooh, I hope you I hope you are ready. So, uh, can you uh, remind our listeners out there, Jared, what our topic is again today? Topic is the World Cup 2018, France, baby. I called it. You did. We should have bet something on it because I would have I would have had to owe you something. Missed out. Missed opportunity, we Jared. We should have. All right, so I got quite a few soccer jokes for you. Unfortunately, none of them are original, so my apologies. But uh, here we go. So, Jared, I'm and I'm trying to ha- f- use mostly question jokes. Got to get you involved okay. in this. So here oh, we go. You. What's the difference between England and a tea bag? Um. The tea bag is trash that you can throw away. Nope. The tea bag stays in the cup longer. Uh, I don't get it. Oh, I get it. <laughs> you I get it. I don't get it. Oh, wait. I get it. Right. Like even even though that one doesn't really apply now because, I mean, they were in towards the very, very end. Yeah, but they didn't win. But And it was also almost kind of made me a little happy when, when they didn't win just because I was I got kind of sick of that. It's coming home shit. It's like, relax. Mm-hmm. You guys don't own soccer just because like, right. you quote-unquote invented it. Relax. Right. It's coming home. Yeah, I... You go home. I saw, but yeah, I saw a bunch of memes that were like, it's coming home, and they had it's crossed out, and it was like, we're... And they were all on the plane, and I thought that it was, was funny. So, it was so... It got annoying. It, it's like... Right. You guys make it seem like you own soccer. Right. I feel like that's a very British thing to do, anyways. But anyways, well, yeah, they're always trying to. Own what shit. uh, what kind of tea do footballers drink, Jared? Loser tea. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> nope. Um, what kind of tea do footballers drink? Uh, uh I don't know. Penalty. Oh, that's good. Ha <laughs> Penalty. That's good. Right. That's good. So, Jared, why are soccer players excellent at math? Um, I don't know. Because they know how to use their heads. Okay. Ah. Uh, lamer, lamer, uh, by the second. <laughs> Which, uh, goalkeeper can jump higher than a crossbar? I don't know. What? Which goalkeeper can jump no, higher than I a crossbar? <laughs> All of the I goalkeepers, crossbars can't jump. Ah, uh, oh god! So, this is getting rough. So I apologize, so Jared, to everyone out there. So Jared, how do athletes stay cool during a game? How do, how do athletes stay cool? Or how do footballers 
stay cool during a game? Any guesses? Uh, they drink from the cup. I don't know. Ooh, that's not a bad guess. They stand near the fans. Okay, so that's not specifically footballers because everyone has. These are terrible jokes. These are all terrible. Thank you. These I. Are, <laughs> Thank you. I'm do, glad you enjoyed. Are this. any of these? Uh, and this is an honest question. Uh-huh. Are any of these? Are you proud of any of these jokes? I'm proud of them. Which, 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 no, not proper. That's not the right <laughs> word. Which one of those have made you laugh? Um, so far, I don't know. I thought the penalty one was kind of funny. Okay, that one was pretty good. I like that one. I like the penalty okay. one. Um, hold up. Let's see if there are any other good ones. Why did Cinderella get kicked off the football team or the soccer team for us Americans? Um, because her shoes didn't fit. Ooh, that's also a good guess. But no, um, she got kicked off the team because she kept running away from the ball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Okay. See, I spoke too soon. That one's that not too bad. Good. How about this yeah. one? How about this one? Why did the soccer ball quit the team? It got deflated. Oh, that's a really good one. I think that's better than the punchline I'm going to give you. The soccer ball was tired of being kicked around. Yeah, I think mine was better. Yep, I I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you completely. There. Let's see. Let's see if I had any others left. Yeah, you can, you can never use these again until our four year anniversary. Yes, which good. will happen, everyone. Good. Come back for our four. No, don't come back. Stay. Stick around. Listen to everything from now up until our four year anniversary. Hmm. Our free anniversary is going to be a bonanza. We're going to have bouncy castles. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have Shaquille O'Neal's going to show up. <laughs> she. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited for this. Can, can this just already happen already? I mean, this just sounds great. I'm already playing the black party, and everyone's excited. That's the only way I'm going to go to a black party, I think, is if uh, it's on my own block. <laughs> right. Except, except my neighbors. I'm not going to invite block them. Block party? Well, let's hope none of your neighbors are listeners, because uh, that would be awkward. Yeah, unfortunately, that is all I got for today in terms of oh no soccer jokes. I'm sorry to man, sorry to say that. That's probably for the best. My stomach is in, I'm in pain over here. You should be rolling. You should be raffle copters. It's all right. Just just wait till we get a topic where I can hopefully think of a couple of good originals. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jared. But right. you know what time it is now. Yeah, man. Time for the weird word of the pod. So, Jared, this one is not really related, but I'm going to loosely relate it once I explain the meaning. So the word for you is lamprophony. Lamprophony. L-A-M-P-R-O-P-H-O-N-Y. Yes, sir. Lamprophony. Wow. Is there any context clues to it? Like lamp meaning light, uh, phony meaning fake. Well, well, phony is more related to like like a like phone. Like telephone, I think technically, if you break down the roots of both those words, it would be a far sound. Or you have okay. phonetics, which is the study of sounds. Right. Okay. Lamprophone. Lamprophony. A lamprophony. Mm-hmm. Is it like a, a sound frequency? Um, k- kind of. Ah, that's a tough one. Give it to me, though. Lamprophony I'm, 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 is loudness and clarity of voice. And what I'm thinking about for this is uh, 
the commentators, especially the Spanish-speaking commentators, have to have really good lamprophony after a goal is scored, right? Oh, yes. They got to be yes. loud and clear and can't be like, go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, and I, it seems like they do have to uh, hold it out, like, like they do do it up until they, they're like, Hah. but you have to know when to stop too, because you can't right. drag it out and like. Ca- <coughs> I don't know. I really like the ones that kind of drag it out a little too long. And it's just like, all right. My favorite, though, actually, I think are like if I watch highlights of soccer on YouTube, sometimes there will be like a it will be from like an Arabic stream. And I really I really like the way the commentators say goal for those. The Russian ones are also interesting. I can't even do it, man. I'd have to listen to it again. Please get yourself in trouble. I I can't I can't even do it. I'd have to listen to it. I don't (laughs) I I wish I could wish I could. We'll have to we'll have to look and see if we can find some funny uh soccer ones and maybe post post some of those on social media that might be kind of funny um, okay yeah, i also I like got i have another weird word for you jared because i think this one is can also be loosely related to our topic tonight so this word is finimbrun f-i-n-n-i-m-b-r-u-n finimbrum finimbrum mm-hmm Finn and Brun, sorry, with an N. Oh, okay. Finn and Brun. I have no idea where even to begin with that thing. This is a fancy word for a trinket or knickknack. And I'm just thinking that beautiful trinket all the French people, French players are bringing home to uh, all their fans. I could I could imagine some old British people being like, look at those dirty French with that... Uh, the, the, that, uh, with that little brum. Finn and Brun there. Right. You call that a trophy? It's just a little <laughs> Finn and Brun. Right. It's not the Premier League trophy. Care about that trophy. Yeah, come, come beat us here at uh, Liverpool. That's I love. Then we'll, we'll I love we'll, we'll play for a real Finn and Brum over here. Then eh, a Finn and Brun. <laughs> right, dude. I wish I could like talk trash in British English just because it like sounds so cool. It's just uh, you dirty wanker. <laughs> oh God, here we. You call that little Finn and Brun a little trophy there? <laughs> eh? Come over here, see our nice little little Premier League trophy, eh? We, our our accents are fucking terrible. They're awful. Although I do terrible. I do love hearing British people do American accents because some Brits can do it like spot on. It is weird hearing uh, your your accent or th- mm-hmm. through a uh, another person mm-hmm. like imitate it and be like, oh wow, that actually is how we sound. The other weird thing too is if you hear like a like an artist or a movie actor, especially movie actor where all the characters they play are either like British or American. And then if they're, if they're doing an American voice, but they're actually British, like I think of like Christian yes. Bale, right? Isn't he British? Yes. Yes. And so, like, and, mm-hmm. um, and, um, Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah. He's, he's an Aussie he's though, Australian, isn't he? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. And, but he's, I mean, and Tom Hardy, and, uh, isn't Tom Hardy also British? I'm not sure about Tom Hardy, but I do know the dude that plays Thor. He's all, he's is, an Aussie. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure Tom Hardy's British. But let me double check. He might be. Yeah, check it out. I'm not. I'm not doubting you. I just. I just don't I know. I think he's Edward Thomas Hardy, born Hammersmith, London, United Kingdom. Hammersmith. There you go. So yeah. So it's also interesting hearing him speak, like his normal voice when I'm used to you know watching him play. You call that little Finn and Brum and Oscar. 
<laughs> I hope you start incorporating that word in your in your daily vocab. <laughs> I, I would like to. That would to. be great. You know, and like that to. and that is uh, definitely one of the goals for our podcast here is to uh, share our love of languages, cultures, occasionally exactly. sports, foods, and uh, we hope all you listeners out there are uh, hopefully learning something new, uh, having a couple laughs along the way as we are, and uh, this has been great. Um, do you have any any other words or anything to send us off with, Jared? Uh, go France. Allez le bleu. Go enjoy yourself. I think that's how you, say, you say it, right? Say? Allez le bleu. I guess that makes sense. That means go the blue. Right. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, allez le bleu. And uh, have a good week. We'll be here for you soon. Yep, Mondays and Thursdays. Please subscribe. Follow us on our Instagram. Uh, also check out our Twitter handle, untranslatable one. If you have any soccer idioms or untranslatables or would like to even share a story with us, we'd love to read some of your stories on here. Please shoot us an email at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. We will be coming to you soon. Uh, can we give a little teaser on our next topic for our audience there, Jared? Uh, our next uh, – let's let's just say it, it go, definitely goes into the hot section of the uh, small talk. Oh, yeah. I learned some things about chat. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And, um, you know, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Sounds good. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. And we will see you next time.